This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. citizens welcome to the fortress of potitude i'm dave michaels i'm brian betts and we are the cape podcasters that's us this is a show where we talk about some the fish men and fish ladies mermaid man and barnacle boy that's the one yeah that's the one from the bikini bottom we we finally made it this is a big one this is a we're not talking about that no it's aquaman it's uh the sequel to the 1998 film the water boy <laughs> nice We've arrived. We're back in the DC EU. DC's the devil, Bobby. <laughs> Why are they so mad? They got all them Batmans and no, no critical acclaim. I don't know. <laughs> Not since 2012. Right. First time seeing it. The Aquaman. Same. This is cool. That's really cool. We rarely get a fresh eyes. The double no seer here. This is yeah terrific. Woohoo! Yeah. What'd you think? What? Get think? it out of the way. Yeah. What did I think? I thought. I was going to hate it. And? First of all, why do you think you were going to hate it? Because it's Aquaman. Fair enough. It's DC. Oh, also fair enough. That's all I got for that. But no, I, re- I actually really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was pretty great. I thought it was, I thought it was excellent. There's parts of it that really irked me. Yeah. And then there were yep. parts of it that made me go, ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I do remember, as soon as it ended, I was like pretty pumped up. I was like, all right. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. This is pretty good. Starring Jason Moana. Jace, and- Jason Momoa. Yeah. Moana. <laughs> Momwa. So he calls him? Yeah. No one knows. No one knows. Where it'll go. You're welcome. So we're going to talk about Moana. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Directed by James Wan. What a cool little pairing, I guess. I guess? I don't know. I don't it's know. It's one of those things it's... that shouldn't work and it works. Yeah. Because I don't know how I feel about Jason Moana in this thing at all. <laughs> uh, he's he's Well, you haven't had the benefit of seeing his first two appearances oh, yeah, let's as call the, the character. Benefit. Let's call it the benefit. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with benefit. <laughs> um, this is actually pretty different than he is in, well, he, he kind of just shows up in BVS, barely. Just go, fish! Basically. And then he just, he's out? Yeah. Okay. That's basically the extent of it. And, and this, then, uh, he's cool. in Justice League, he's, he's, yeah. he's different, but okay. I like this version a lot better. I know one of the questions asked to James Wan was, do you wish you had done the origin before the other two parents? He says, I don't give a damn. Yeah. It's like, I got to play around. Who cares? That's fun. Who cares? James Wan's a cool filmmaker. He seems like it. Yeah. I watched watched an interview, and and he seemed like he knew what was up. Yeah, he's mostly known for horror. Yeah. He did. Saw was his big break. Saw was huge. Yeah. Huge. Uh, He also did, like, Insidious. Mm -hmm. He did uh, Fast and Furious 7. I think it's Furious (laughs) 7. Furious 7. I don't know. He didn't want to be fast anymore. No. He's like, you know what? We've had enough fast. Let's just get real furious with this Real furious. Just so furious. (laughs) Annabelle? Is that one of his? I think so. Uh, and there's there's another one that's also got the uh, the Patrick Wilson in it. Are they buds? I don't know. They keep showing up together and stuff. They must be buds. Patrick they, Wilson's in this thing, by the Patrick way. Patrick Wilson is in yeah, this. Yeah, he's back. Owlman. Yeah, not as owl, Owlman anymore. Underwater Owlman. Yeah, uh, well, well, we'll call him. We're, he's um. We'll call him King Orm. Yeah, the character that looks most like comic book Aquaman. Is it true? Oh, I guess it is true, isn't it? I mean, look the at hair him. back and all that stuff. He looks so much like yeah, comic book yeah. Aquaman. Not wrong. Choices. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. 
But the extent of Patrick Wilson's acting, I think they probably made the right choice. I think so, too, but he's kind of pretty great in this movie. He's not terrible. No, he's not Owlman bad. Or Night Owl bad? (laughs) That's That's the one. That's what it's called. Watchmen. Night Night Owl. That bad. Two. He is Night Owl too. That's that movie. I mean, annoys talk me about starting off just yeah. not in a good standing. Like, oh, you're number two. Cool. Who's number one? It's the old guy that I talk to every now and then. Just oh, so he's I, still, he's why, still around. I'm building a universe here, and I don't understand what universe we're building. Get your own identity. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you could do that. Also, in this movie, we have Yaya Abdul Mateen Jr. He's also a two. Yeah, he kicks ass, and he plays David Kane, the Black Mana. Yeah. More importantly, though. More importantly. More importantly, we got Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Hell yeah. Who I did not realize was as good an actor as he is. Dolph Lundgren's a fascinating human being. I've always been like, ah, Dolph Lundgren. It'll be probably be fine at best. But he kind of kicks ass in this. He's believable as like a underwater man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's a fascinating guy in general because he has a degree in chemical engineering from the Royal Institute of Technology. Is that real? A master's degree in chemical engineering from the University of Sydney. Oh, shit. He also has a black belt in karate. Okay, that I, that that one doesn't surprise me. He received a Fulbright scholarship from MIT. Huh? And he also played a KGB henchman in the James Bond film, A View to a Kill. He was in Punisher also. Yeah. He's a bona fide genius in real life. I learned something today. And then they turn him into the guy who says, I will break you. Yeah. I think that's where I got... That he's a dum-dum? My misconception from. Yeah, no, he is the opposite of dum-dum. He's a absolutely fascinating He's a smart man. smart. <laughs> Who can kick your ass? Who can definitely kick your ass. Yeah. Just the most smart way to kick your ass. He knows it. That's it. He'll find it. The best at ass kicking in a chemical engineering viewpoint. Ooh. To a dangerous. Yeah. Also, Willem fucking Defoe. Willem fucking Defoe. He's back. He's... I didn't know he was back. I had no idea back. he was in this. When I saw it, I turned into a schoolgirl for a I hot was like, second. Oh my like, god, the green, the green goblin's yes, underwater. This is the best. <laughs> also, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. That's kind of weird. This Nicole, is a cool cast. It's a really interesting cast, and I feel like some of their best actors are their most underutilized. Nicole Kidman, especially because Nicole Kidman. They base the character off of her, yeah. her likeness before she even signed on to this thing. Unreal. How great is that? And then they were like, "You get to wear Mother of Pearl and be a mermaid," and she was like, "I'm in." Sold. Mermaid Warrior, cool. You got it. We're filming in Australia, even better. Yeah, I'm there. That's my home. I like it. Perfect. I don't have to go far. Yeah. Who's going to be my son? Oh, it's Wet Dave Navarro? Cool. I'm in. (laughs) I'm absolutely in. (laughs) Her fight scene is the best one in the movie. I will partially agree with you. I mean, as far as as hand-to-hand combat choreography, she has the best It's right up front. I like how they bookend this movie, how it's a movie about parents in a lot of ways. How it's- how you have the the parents' origin story that happens to lead to the hero's origin, yeah, which is do. nice. It's because we never see that stuff. No, we just assume those parents got it on. And they made a super child and then great. promptly died and uh, in front of a theater, and he's afraid <laughs> of bats or something. It's generally how it goes. Yeah, this one you have a queen who yep. got it on with a, a human man, a human man, a and, lighthouse keeper. Yeah, and then they made a very very strong Jason Moana. But yeah, her fight scene kicks ass. So good. But I also think James Wan likes to have a lot of fun with the camera. And uh, that's when he's yeah. at his best. Because I think that some of the stuff that he does in this movie, where it's kind of the character building stuff and the relationship building stuff, it's all right. Yeah. It's very, I don't know, straightforward. There's nothing to it. Yeah. But once the action gets kicking like, oh. and, and rolling and stuff like that, he's on another level. He doesn't waste an opportunity to put in an action scene either. 
No. There's so many of them. There are, but are they out of place? And that's the part I was having issues figuring out. When I realized, like, wow, another one. Yeah. And they're all unique. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It is very it's cool. very Furious 7. What do you think about it? Yeah, yeah. And he's swooping all over the place with the camera. It feels like the Matrix, but they're not pausing time. Right. Just flipping around everywhere. But those camera moves are having cool. so much fun. Oh, yeah. And it just keeps it, it keeps you engaged because of how fresh everything the is. The camera's having more fun than any of the actors. Yeah, it's so simple. <laughs> Amber Heard, by the way, is in this thing also. Amber Heard. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Amber Heard in it. Uh, I If I had, I did not know it was her. Right. So all I know from her is the issues, the off-screen the issues, alleged, yeah, stuff. Yeah, which we have no idea with with Johnny Depp. We have no one, no clue because now it's a lot of he said, she said, isn't it? Yeah, and they're going back and forth still today. Ugly. about who's who's making what up. She's pretty good in this though. She is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. believable. I'd say it's Mira. As Mira, Yamira Zabella Chala. Yeah, I have issues Who's, with Mira. She doesn't have a full name in the comics. They no, gave Mira. her They Queen gave Mira. her all the rest of that Fine. for whatever reason. Fine. Why not? Why not? Movie magic, right? Creates names? Sure. Movie magic just that's adds syllables. Works. That's I'm pretty sure that's how it is. <laughs> her character's kind of funny in this because she is married to King Orm, who is the big bad. Are they married or are they engaged? She's a queen. They must be married, right? Is she queen? Yeah. Is and, she queen? I don't know. She was the daughter of... Dolph Lundgren, right? Who is a king? So she's right. at least a princess. At least, man, we're going like spaceballs politics with this thing. Yeah, I think I think she was a princess who was engaged to Orm. That's complicated. His name is Worm without the W. Hey, get it? Wink. Oh, is that actually a? I have no idea. Okay, I have no idea. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you just created a wink. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's pretty heavy-handed, isn't it? I don't know. I didn't think of it until just now. I'm not going to slap the table. <laughs> does you. not deserve a Favreau salute. There's not a lot in this movie that does. No. It's kind of nice. No, it's a... I'm sure something will come A up. breath of fresh air. <laughs> we, uh, Which is... Underwater. A breath of fresh water. Uh, that's probably... No, a they live in the city. A breath of salty, salty dirty water. water. Yep. At the very least, brackish. You know who else is in this movie? Who? Who is totally underutilized? Who? Julie Andrews. What? Julie Andrews is the voice... No, hold on. I usually mess around and pretend on the what's Yeah. some things you say. Yeah. This is an honest what. Are you going to say she's like the worm monster thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's the the Carathen, which is Mary, like, what a get. Mary Poppins, y'all is Mary Mary Poppins is the worm monster who's guarding the. I'm Mary super Poppins, trident, y'all. The super trident thing. Yeah, really. If you're gonna get that name, I mean, I guess use her for the giant monster. That's pretty cool, actually. My mind's a little blown right now. Subverting expectations. I wasn't ready for this. This movie likes to do that. It, it kind of does. Like with those bikers. Oh, that's fun, isn't it? At the beginning, I love that. I scene. did think it was a little heavy-handed when he. You have Jason Moana in the bar with his dad. His dad is another actor, man. Uh, who is it? It's uh, Tim Timuera Morrison. Who Jason Moana wanted as the father role because he's a big yeah, he's a big, big fan influence yeah on his on acting his acting career. He's like, let's get this guy, and he's like, I'll do it. He shows up in Lucky this. Lucky for thing. Jason Momoa. Yeah, but they're at the bar and they're they're drinking. I really like how when they're drinking, the dad can out chug yes. Aquaman. Yes, and he's just yes. like, I don't understand how I can breathe underwater, but you can drink me under a table. How beautiful is that? Practice. <laughs> it's terrific. It's amazing. It's absolutely terrific. I love that. But then you have the bikers there who are just like, hey. Hey. We're big you, bad bikers. Are also. you that fish boy? <laughs> and he gets a fish man, which great. Great. <laughs> Corrects him, but like barely. Yeah, but then the bikers just like, we want to take a selfie. And he pulls out a pink phone. It's great. What do you think of Jason Momoa's attitude in this movie? He's very hesitant but, the whole time. But? But then, I mean, like he's like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's trying to 
be cool. Okay. In some ways of I think he knows that he's kind of a loner for the yeah. most part. Yeah. He doesn't really know where he fits in. Yeah, so where he, he knows that he has all these powers and stuff like he that. He plays too cool for school. Yeah, but I also think that he leans into like I know I'm unfucking beatable. I know it. Right. Because even when at the the beginning of the movie with the sub when he comes and punches the hole through the top of the sub and he comes down and he goes permission to come aboard. Uh, but even he's kind of going that's like That's great. That's kind of corny, and I know it. Yeah. Because it's like, well, now I'm going to Captain America. I'm, I'm going to be this. totally fine. I'm going to be totally fine. <laughs> he almost wasn't. He almost well, he got stabbed by what will become Black Manta. Yeah. But he doesn't. And How then, nice is that when you see the blade hit him and nothing happens? Nothing happens. Like, that is so cool. Uh, that then, is so cool. But then Black Manta's dad shows up with the grenade launcher. Right. Finally makes him say, "Ow." I like that. That was pretty cool. His ow is like so sarcastic of like, are you fucking with me? Ow. Hurt. (laughs) (laughs) But then he's going to kill Black Manta's dad because these these guys are pirates. He doesn't really kill him. He just doesn't save him. No, these two are pirates who come on to steal, I don't know what, or do they try to initiate a fight? They're trying to take the submarine to set up the whole thing later. And Jason Moana doesn't like that. He's trying to stop him. He's like, you're killing innocent. Right. Semen. <laughs> <laughs> Said I wouldn't do it. I, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I like how he says, like, let the sea have mercy. Like, that's. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. not screwing around. No. But that's interesting is how it's. I'm not going to call it an anti hero. No. Because he's kind of doing. Right. Aquatic justice. Aquatic justice. Aquatic justice league. And they. Better movie. Kind of believe in. Yeah. In, like, the uh, the will of the gods, which they kind of reference with the, the tridents. There's a lot of tridents. A lot of tridents. A lot of tridents. Only owned by royalty, though. Is that true? Capes and tridents, only Atlantean royalty. Well, the capes, I know, were only worn, like, ceremonially, because he wanted capes. He thought capes looked badass underwater. Absolutely. But then everyone else was like, it's going to create drag. You're going to swim like a jackass. Right. He's like, all right, only during ceremonies and important times. Ceremonies, and only for royalty. Right. Pretty cool. Yeah. There's, like, a whole mythos. uh, There's a lot of world building. I didn't know anything about Aquaman. Aquaman is my DC blind spot. Sure. I, I love DC. I only know what I've seen in memes. Of Jason Moana memes or just in general? Aquaman memes. So like cartoons. Yeah. Because a lot of people think the Super Friends was the reason why a lot of people look at Aquaman as a joke. Right. This Aquaman is not a joke. No. Not even a little bit it's of a kind joke. kind of a bro, though. He's very, very bro-like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they totally rebranded him because he had kind of become this joke of a character? So they changed him completely? I don't think so. No? No, and I, I feel like this is what they intended Aquaman to always be, and I feel like he's kind of misunderstood a lot of times. You think so? I know a lot of people who like DC, and they say Aquaman's their favorite character in okay. the comics. Yeah. And I never understood it, but I never tried reading Aquaman. I always took him as just like the goody two-shoes of the ocean. He's like the Superman of the ocean with less power. He talks, okay. He talks to fish. He's kind of boring. It is kind of boring. White bread. But you kind of saw him kick all the ass in this thing, too. Where yeah. He can just manipulate a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think this version is a cooler, updated that's rebrand. Possible, but I wonder if DC's even ah, DC must know what they're doing with that because even at, in the post credits of Shazam, they pick on Aquaman being stupid. Yeah, and it's like that came out right after. Right. But also, I think that's world building at the same time. A little bit. Uh, I can understand how you could have a character who's like, "What's your thing?" I talk to fucking whales. Like, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's real dumb. Yeah, but if I was ever in the same room as Cthulhu, I got this thing unlocked oh absolutely it's just a he's a big underwater horse bam right well horse cthulhu biscuit on your left gotta to- fly tobes magopes sure it's a deleted scene sea biscuit yeah you gotta have the the 
Cthulhu biscuit. That's the one. <laughs> not not aware. One big thing I do want to talk about also is hair. Hair. Oh my god, yes. How wild is that? That you do all this underwater stuff and all these folks got the crazy hair? Cuz it's just underwater hair. How difficult is that to pull off, you think? It had to be insane. Every character wore a wig. Okay. That makes sense. And they had to kind of pin the wig down, like glue their hair down. Sure. To make sure that all the hair didn't move. Right. So that in C- like post in CGI, they had to actually make the hair, make the hair do the underwater. Thing. And even even Patrick Wilson's hair, which is like slicked back yeah. tight, doesn't look like it's moving. In the close-ups, you could see the hair still moving. It's still doing the watery How stuff. How wild is all that? The amount of detail in making it seem like this is actually all taking place underwater is insane. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I, I James Wan, that I, I love him for. Like, he he said he did not want to blow this opportunity. Yeah. He's known for making small-budget horror movies. Right. He's a big believer in you don't need to spend money in order to make a very good movie. And he's proven sure. it over and over again that he could do it. Yeah, absolutely. So here they said, here's 160 mil, make me an Aquaman. Yeah. And one of the questions, great article by the, the rap where they interviewed James Wan about this, how they said, like, were you worried about the DC trope of using too much CGI or whatever? He says... You try to do an Aquaman without using CGI and tell me that works out. <laughs> it's nice That's because great. this is like the character where you have to lean into it in Absolutely. order to make it work. And when you look at the CGI in this thing, it is on another it's, level. It's insane. It's insane. It looks so good. Atlantis too. looks ridiculous. Everything underwater, all the colors, everything all the, looks it's great. Nuts. It makes me little pissed off that I didn't see this thing in theaters. Yeah. I tell you the had truth. the exact same thought as I was watching. I was like, damn, that scene would have been fucking awesome yeah. in theaters. I, I mean, I fully understand why this thing broke a bill. Everything looked gorgeous. Yeah. And even the stuff that was a little hokey, you're still like, I don't care. It's a shark with a freaking laser beam attached to its head. <laughs> <laughs> but even to get that underwater feel, they had to put these actors in these rigs where they had to give like the illusion of floating and whatnot. Okay. So they're floating. And when you look at something like the throne room set, yeah, that's a set. That's not CGI. So they actually still had to build some practical sets oh, wow. even to interact with with in this movie. And it's blended so seamlessly together. But James Wan even said he felt bad for the actors because they're hanging there. They're uncomfortable, yada, yada. Right. That he felt like he had to step his game up even more to protect his actors. Wow. Because you don't want pissed off actors. Well, no. Especially you're not going to get a good product. You don't want Dolph that. Lunger going... My nuts hurt. <laughs> I will break you, James. I will break you. I will chemically engineer something that will destroy you. <laughs> chemically castrate you. <laughs> Ooh, too Dolph, real. Dolph knows how. Yeah. Dolph absolutely knows how. Well, hopefully Aquaman's there to save all the semen. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what? You're two for two. He- <laughs> <laughs> While I'm still in this rap article, it's a quick, quick thing. Sure. It's a quick aside we're going to take really, really fast here. Yeah. James Wan's one of the executive producers on Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. He said that the way that they shot it was like Beauty and the Beast and that they're all very proud of it. Swamp Thing had ridiculous reviews and DC canceled it Canned after it. only putting one, one episode. episode. How? What is going on with it? And this? they're still airing the other 10. They right. will do it. Yeah. No one knows why James Wan. Even, yeah. Even James Wan said, he's just like, I don't know why they did it. Totally beats me. It makes no sense. I don't know what DC's after right now. I truly, truly don't get it. Unless unless this is all like a strategy to build hype for the series, and then they're like, oh, we're kidding. We don't cancel Yeah, it. Swamp Thing's the one they're going to do it with? I mean, if you were worried about viewership on one program, which one would it be? He's specific, but there's other things that like, I mean, Doom Patrol, how's that doing? 
apparently very people well. People love it. Yeah. I know that, but I don't know many people who watch it. The thing is, it's it's all part of their streaming service. Yeah. So once you have one of, I don't I don't understand how it works. I don't know. It feels like it's like a look into what Disney might be in for. Yeah. At the end of this year, when Disney Plus launches, Disney Plus obviously is going to have totally different stuff. Sure. Than just what DC is doing. Maybe you, you know what it was. It was probably they didn't get enough new subscriptions based on the property. So That's they were possible. Like, so like, all right, well, there's no sense in renewing this because people don't care about it. It's not cheap to do. No. Not cheap to do at all. Exactly. It was probably a more expensive property, and it didn't bring in as many subscriptions as I thought. So That makes sense, if you look at it that way. But they're kind of throwing North Carolina under the bus on it by saying there was an accounting issue. Right, right. North Carolina said, no. It wasn't a fucking accounting issue. No. We, we nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but then DC just said, like, oh, this actually isn't, doesn't make sense for profitability, or Warner Brothers doesn't make sense for profitability. They've but whatever you're not getting a straight answer no no one's giving a straight answer no nope. so it's, it's gonna be a mystery until it's not yeah back to aquaman what do you think this movie is about get away from the script get away from everything that you saw what do you think is under the sea it's uh <laughs> it's about a fish out of water oh boy yeah <laughs> not, okay i can see that you know like a sense of belonging jason Momoa doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing he does he doesn't have the connection that he needs to the humans. He doesn't have the connection to the Atlanteans or whatever they're I called. I find it interesting the how fish people. Yeah, I find it interesting how he knows that he's the son of a queen, yeah, of like an Atlantean yeah. queen. They never bury that at all for him, right? They're just like he doesn't know that's what happened. how he's raised. He doesn't he's know like, what happened to his mom, right? But he also knows that he's. We're he's led to believe the entire movie yeah. that she she did. Yeah, and that's a it's a pretty she, neat reveal. She executed when she comes back. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I, I actually didn't see it coming. I did, but I wasn't. I mean. They brought up too many times for me to be like, oh, she's definitely dead. Okay. (laughs) But in hindsight, I should have seen it coming. But nope. Dumb dumb over here. Hindsight's next year. 2020. Ha 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 ha. Don't laugh at that. Kids got jokes. Don't laugh at that. (laughs) Brian showed up. Why are you slipping me a note that said thanks for laughing at that? That's weird. Okay. Oh, I have this whole thing planned out. (laughs) Speaking of Aquaman being raised. Yeah. Have he? He had a. Five, six different actors playing him at different ages. They did a really good job of casting this so he looked like him. Yeah, Jason Moana is the only one who looks like that should not be what he looks like. Yeah. I mean, from three, nine, 13, 16 years old. Yeah. And each one looks like the right progression. And well, until that last Until you jump. get to the Bob Saget at the end of it. Right. It's like, that's not Josh Radner anymore. It doesn't yeah, make any sense. Yeah. Wait a minute here. When did he get so buff? What's happening there? <laughs> Did a few push-ups done in his off time. Bob Saget's been working out. <laughs> Is that where we're going with that? Nope. I have no <laughs> idea where I was going with that. It's just Bob Saget with all those tattoos. It's a lot of tattoos. It's a ton of tattoos. Yeah. Are they real? I have no idea. I don't think so. I have no idea. I'm not familiar with what a Jason Momoa looks like when he's not No, in a I, role. I agree. The only thing I've ever seen him in, or at least I remember him in, is Game of Thrones. No, Baywatch, 89. Didn't, I'm didn't just watch. kidding. I didn't was actually. He? I no. don't know. Uh, Stargate Atlantis? Nope. Not, no, no. I didn't watch that either. Uh, he's been in stuff, but he his break didn't come until Game Way of Thrones. Way late, too. It's crazy he didn't get his big break until fairly recently, because he's been dating an established actress since 2005, Lisa Bonet. Oh, yeah. Since 2005. He was literally no one. I mean, he was in Baywatch in 89. Oh, my God. <laughs> Keep going to that. <laughs> But it just doesn't make sense. And he's been with her ever since, by the way. Only married her like two years ago, officially, after having an entire family with her. Well, you know. He's a cool guy. He does. He seems like a cool guy. He seems like a really cool guy. He does. I'll give him that. 
I don't know why I wouldn't. That's fair. Like I was saying, I don't know what he looks like without his shirt on, with all without all those sh- tattoos yeah. and a role. But there are a lot of people who do. And it's why this movie was marketed in such a weird way. There was They actually launched a whole hashtag called Moms for Momoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they marketed this movie. Well, they found out through their preliminary testing that it was it was tracking very well with women. Okay. As well with women as it was with men. So they really leaned into these these hashtags and and mommy blogs. They did a private screening for a bunch of mommy bloggers. So they're basically just capturing that magic mic magic. Basically, it's like, hey, bring your sons to see this superhero movie, moms. You'll get so a kick out of mom it. Mom could diddle in the corner or something. Jesus, you went there. No, you went there. I just the... followed. The... I just followed along. I was just reading facts nope. about a thing that the marketing team for this movie did, and you went to diddling in the corner. Brian just slipped me a. Another joke, and he said, "Thanks for don't mentioning take, the don't diddling. take my clam joke." <laughs> That's I won't. <laughs> I won't. Uh, we got fish puns, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they had an advanced screening and a surprise screening, uh, a surprise appearance, obviously by Jason Momoa. Yeah, and he had like t-shirts and swag. He's like, "Sure, yeah, I have sure. this," and they were like, "Oh, I love this movie!" So the best movie I've ever seen. Weird. Diddle, diddle. It's a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It was just an interesting thing that was like, and then of course they also like you know Comic Con and you know the usual nerd route. Of course, of I wonder. Course. I wonder how much of an impact just just casting Jason Momoa had on this movie. Uh, lots. Just lots like, hey, and lots. Hey, watch this guy splash around for a while without a shirt on. He has his shirt off at weird times too. Yeah, where, and sometimes yeah. his shirt just magically appears. Yeah, no, it's like a vest. Like when he's on too. a boat and he's like not wearing a shirt and he walks around a corner and all of a sudden he's wearing a shirt. Do you think it's continuity or you think it's just James Wan going, time to sex him up? That one seemed like continuity. Okay. But there are other times it was probably like, let's sex this up. Man. How, how do you think it would be to make a movie where you just have to be wet all the time? I just feel like, like in water. Be miserable. Because I know Titanic was a fucking mess to film. Sure. And they were wet a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, I read uh, something from an interview with Amber Heard where she said for all of the scenes, they had to like hose down the actors. So it's like. Roman Reigns outside the ring, just dumping water on his head, just gotta look wet. Every single underwater scene, they had to hose down the actors before shooting it. Man. And, I mean... Sounds like a nightmare. It's an underwater movie. There's a lot of that. Ton of underwater stuff, believe it or not. Who would sign up for that? I don't know. Question about underwaterness while we're at it. Sure. There's occasionally ships underwater. Yes. How do these work? They sink. In past times. It's... No, because you have the... the, I think. I don't know. It looks It's like a shrimp... Oh, you're fish, talking about, about like their ships, like yeah. they're, they're like spaceship e, but they're yeah, but underwater they're underwater. Spaceship-y's. But they also have water within the cabin. Yeah, they have water prop- propulsion, but also water inside. Yeah, because their hair's sink? going nuts. Because oh, they have, but it makes know. me wonder, like, what's the point of any of this? Like, is it to just travel farther, faster? Does it go faster? I don't know. I would imagine they it goes to be faster. Doing okay, swimming. Oh, because they don't they don't do the paddles. They could just great swimming. Bang! They just fire. Yeah, like Superman flies. Yeah, that's a question that everybody always has. How does Superman fly faster? Uh, you know, just, will Iron Will? He just goes. <laughs> now he's faster. <laughs> what is that? Uh, that well, that's how Aquaman swims faster. Pilates. He just it's <laughs> it's all uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kegels. Yep, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> God damn it! We've been spending too much time together. <laughs> Uh, kegels. That's how they go faster. What's Mira's power? Uh, she can manipulate water, I guess. Like where? But she like 
Everybody else water. just kind of lives in it. She can like move it around. But if she lives in water, wouldn't that just be like the force? It's all around you. Well, I mean, this movie is basically water, uh, water Star Wars. So makes sense. I know Willem Dafoe said that his character was supposed to be kind of like like a soldier type thing. He's yeah. a vizier to King sure. Orm, Patrick Wilson, and he says, "No, I want my character to be more like an Obi Wan Kenobi." It was more like a Qui-Gon swim. <laughs> Qui-Gon <laughs> swim. There we go. That's pretty good for a guy who's never seen the prequel. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I found that interesting. How it's very interesting. just said Star Wars me. Well, then you see Sea Wars me. All of these, yeah. uh, all of their soldiers are just dressed in white and kind of. Those are very cool looking. They're like they're like stormtroopers, but underwater. Yeah, the one thing I didn't like about that character design is you could tell whenever it's practical, if it ever is, and when it's very much. CGI. The fact when, that you yeah. said if it ever is makes me question if you could tell the difference. Maybe. Maybe it's like an uncanny <laughs> value type thing that's then, probably, at that point yeah. where you got to get a little taken out of it. Yeah. That's possible. I don't know. I don't know. I like that how they have the white ones and then when it's more serious, there's they're the red, red ones. ones. Yeah. It's like it's actually like a video game where you can tell just by looking at them how hard Different it's going to be to beat them. Of difficulty. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. The weak spot's on the back. Got to get over them. The one where the one with the the red ones had like the jetpack on the back, right? Yeah. And the guy was like running through the building. That was so oh, cool. Oh god, that was a great that shot. That chase How scene you was so him, great. You follow him from behind as he's just running through a building. Through a building. That is through neat, walls man. and jumping through ceilings and uh, incredible. James Watt having fun with the camera. Yeah. Having a ball. And, and we're having a ball with him. When Mira does the the she ends up in the wine room and just makes wine spears? She makes wine spears. Oh, so cool. She makes Red wine daggers. Yeah. And After flings her, them in. Her eyes get all red and whatever. And she's doing powers. Doing powers and stuff. She's dark. She Phoenix. can. She's dark. Phoenix. She can manipulate. She really is. Liquids. Yeah. I get behind that, I guess. She can make fishies in a fountain. And, uh, and make a little kid very excited. That kid happens to have a Pinocchio book after they had just hidden inside a whale and referenced Pinocchio. How convenient. Yes. yes. Also, she's going to eat a rose. Yeah. Because she's going to eat. Because I don't going know. To eat a rose. I don't know how the world works. No, but I I'm like just... how she see, like is seeing the world, the the land for the first time. Yeah, not for the first time, but really embracing. She's just walking going. around. She's like, look at this stuff. Yeah, isn't it neat? Oh god damn it! <laughs> but she <laughs> because she, she's Ariel. Yeah, but then she decides to eat a flower, well, and then yeah. she passes it to. Well, Jason there's probably Wolf. a yeah. seagull who was like, "This is what this is for." Yeah, so she scuttles over this is to <laughs> Jason Moana and hands him flowers, and instead of saying, "Like you don't eat these, you you idiot," well, he's a nice guy, so he goes, he eats the flower too, and he kind of goes, Rrr, "Smile, <laughs> mm, mom's pretty good, huh?" And she's like, "Yeah, right." The moms are gonna love this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, isn't he a sweetheart? Yep. Oh, isn't he just the best? Yep. They're on they're on land at this point, but they're making the audience wet. That's what he's going for. <laughs> so it's like a Walt Disney World forty experience, but yeah. Opposites. I like how there's like a whole national treasure line storyline that goes through here. Blew my mind and I wrote down that note of what like, is this? Where's Nick Cage? Wh yeah, what I is need happening this. here? Also, please, please put Nick Cage in the sequel. I want to water this? I want to water Nick Cage. Now, I don't think he should be in the sequel. And my reasoning is because I want Nick Cage in the MCU. Okay. Playing the Marvel Waterboy. You want Nick Cage for Namor? I sure do. I don't like that at all. Oh, that would be amazing. I really don't like he's that He's got costume. the hairline already. Okay. So that's built in. Just slap some ears on there. Sure. And then uh, he's a submariner. Mm, but the way he acts is... Is what? Mm -hmm. 
Speaking of national treasures, Nick Cage, he is a national treasure. So on anyway. a list of American <laughs> national treasures, as we've discussed before, Alan Alda's number one. We all know that. Sure. Nick Cage, probably number two. I don't Probably number two. No? Not on board. No, not on board. Everything Brian says from now on is void. Because yeah. It's, yeah. It's been, says the guy yeah. who likes Green Lantern. It's solid. Uh, if you like this movie, you should like Green Lantern because Tamora Morrison, he's Abin, sir. Green Lantern. That That's the... That's, that's why I should like. That's the thread. That's the reason I should like Green Lantern is yeah. because because he's in one scene where he dies. Daddy, Daddy Aquaman is the Purple Man in another movie. Yep. Okay. Yep. He lets Ryan Reynolds be super. You, you convinced me. Nailed it. I love Green Lantern. First try. Now. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. Oh God, I'm gonna have fun editing that. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of a sequel, it's already got a date. Already? December 16th, 2022. That's, that's not four years Anywhere away. close. What is, what that's is because DC they're doing, doing something in the middle. What is it? They're Besides doing, they're doing a spinoff of The Trench. Oh, that's kind of neat. Because that was an awesome scene. That's one of the best scenes in this movie. Definitely. That is a terrifying shot. And that's actually how they sold Warner Brothers on this movie was an animation of that. Brilliant. And Warner Brothers had fucking sold. Absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah, make the movie. Where you have, Done. You have... Jason Moana with the flares going down through the trench with these monsters. Yeah, he and he and terrifying Ariel. monsters, and they're afraid of light. Right. So naturally, when they're on the boat before, Ariel's going to stab one of them with the with the flare instead of just holding it to his face and yep. scaring him. Now they lost a flare. Now they lost a flare. But woo! <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> Nature Girl Amber Heard. There we go. We nailed it. But you see, just a casual million of these things. Flying oh, yeah. in, surrounding so them. Many of it them is one of the coolest terrifying. shots in any movie I've ever seen. It was brilliant with the, just the red ball of light with two characters swimming downward, just surrounded by. Oh, so I good. don't get on the edge of my seat much anymore for movies, and it's because Agreed. like we've seen. There's a lot a that's lot. been done. We've seen a lot. This I've never I've seen anything never like it. Seen it, and I found that very cool because IndieWire did an article in 2016 on James Wan. Yeah. And it's five rules from James Wan for making a successful horror movie. Okay. Number one is that horror doesn't have to be expensive. No. He's proven that time and time again. Saw. That's fine. He says, turn classic horror on its head. So take the old tropes, but kind of make them your own. Yeah. Make them more modern. Put a little spin on them. Pull out of that. Develop great set pieces. He did that in this movie. Nailed it. I use the word set pieces a lot because a lot of these movies that we watch do have just very specific set pieces. Yeah. Where if you look at Avengers from last week, where you have Hulk versus Loki, and he kind of just grabs him and starts smashing around puny God. Yeah. That's a set piece. And it's fucking beautiful. Oh, it yeah. is so well executed, the timing and everything like that. In this, the fights are all phenomenal. They're all very well done. The Nicole Kidman at the beginning, oh. where it's a one shot, gorgeous. I already gushed over that one. Gorgeous. So well done. Where you have, what is it, the Sicily scene? The Sicily scene, yeah. Is Gorgeous, where you have both your characters separated by a ton of space, yes. but we're still going like, to put them in one shot somehow. Because why not? Give, this whole movie, just a feeling of just hugeness. Yeah. Number five on his list, I'm skipping number four, is number five is appeal to primal human fears. I think that that actually falls into this scene, the trench scene that we're talking about, because you see these these trench monsters closing, closing in, in on them in the dark, your single strand of light, yeah. but at the same time- And they're going yeah. deeper. They just keep going They're getting down. farther it, away from being safe. But more are coming as they get deeper. <sighs> and that's the crazy part. His number four is undermine your audience. He understands 
that the audience has seen it all. Yeah. He understands we know what's probably going to happen. So what you need to do is you need to create something unique. He says, if they're expecting something to happen, what can you do to undermine that expectation? Wow. And I think that's important for this movie because what expectations do we have for Aquaman as a whole? Aquaman is silly. Not here, he's not. Aquaman is a white guy with blonde hair. Yeah, and this is <laughs> this is not that at all. This no. is a Maori man no, this, with uh, very long hair and facial hair and tattoos and everything like that. He's Hawaiian. Is he Hawaiian? Yeah. I just assumed he was Maori because- uh, Tamuera Morrison is- Mayor. He is, yeah. At the end of the movie, when Jason Moana becomes king and he has to speak to his crowd, I it was one of the few times I had to watch with subtitles on. Because there was one line that I had to keep rewinding yeah. over and over again. It's after he defeats King Orm. Yeah. And he says, when you're ready, let's talk. But I couldn't understand what he was saying. Okay. All three times I watched it. And I was like, I think that's what he's saying, but I have no idea. But after that, I just left the subtitles on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Amazon, why not? Amazon's annoying to turn those off. So Six <laughs> steps. And at one point it says, Maori cry. Oh, okay. And I was like, hold on. Hold well, they're on supposed a to be they're supposed to be Polynesian, actually. Yeah, like Moana. Like Moana. Yeah. You're welcome. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> the trident's a MacGuffin, right? Oh, big time. Okay. Big time. I just want to get that out of the way. That's the national treasure that it's they're trying shiny. to shiny. It's but nice. I think that it, it <laughs> shiny. You get your whole national treasure moment leading up to the MacGuffin. They just really brush over those dinosaurs, don't they? There's dinosaurs. <laughs> There's dinosaurs. That's wild. Yeah. It's completely wild. It's just like, hey, dinosaurs and mom. There was a big part of me when I saw the dinosaurs. I said, is this going to like hint at New Frontier? Like, that would be amazing if it went that way. <laughs> if that set up New Frontier, I'm fucking in for life. For life? For life, because wow. New Frontier is one of the finest comic book stories ever told. It seems to me like they are really delving into, especially hearing that they're doing this trench spinoff. Yeah. They're leaning into keeping their different properties separate and really just developing individual worlds. And if at some point in the future they all come together again, cool, but they're not worried about that right now. They're, they've completely abandoned trying to do the Marvel model, which I think fucking smart. good. Very, very smart. That's Marvel brilliant. pulled off a miracle. Everyone knows that. Yes. I think it's smart of them to just focus on individual hero stories. Yeah, but I think that you can also get into fun other stories. Oh, yeah. Because these are very fun individual stories that we've seen with Wonder Woman, with Shazam, with now Aquaman. It's yeah. a fun story. Yeah. Like, I, it's a two-hour, 20-minute long movie. I thought it was a little long. It was a little long. But, I mean, I liked it. I yeah. liked the whole thing. Yeah, I had no issues with any of the scenes. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would cut. I have no idea what I would cut. But when you look at Wonder Woman, what other heroes are there? It's just Wonder Woman. It's no one. It's no one. And Aquaman, what other heroes are there? It's no it's one. It's just Aquaman. And in Shazam, you get kind of a wink. You do get a wink. But get that's a, it. A wink that's thing. it. You do get a, the smallest bit of a universe build. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's almost completely meaningless. The universe build is the right. MacGuffin of that movie, which is nuts because it's <laughs> yeah. Freddy's motivation. Yeah. And Freddy, we have said Freddy is one of the coolest characters in that movie. Love him. He's great. But here, who could you put into this movie? From the DC Universe that would work. Like I kind of see Wonder Woman, maybe. Maybe. But Superman doesn't work. Batman for sure doesn't work. No. Green Lantern might work. Yeah, I could see might you pull work. that off. Yeah. Flash, no. No. No, there's no reason no. for that. It's a weird thing with DC, and it feels like it's like a terrain issue. You might be able to do like a villain crossover. Possibly. But that's probably all you're going to get. Yeah, maybe. The villain's kind of... 
kind of have a little bit of fun together, I guess. But I mean, Lex Luthor, you, I think if you put Lex Luthor with anyone that's not Superman, I think it would actually be kind of fun to watch. Yeah. And he is a big bad in just the DC universe in general. Right. But what if you would put like a dark side versus Aquaman or something like that? Like, obviously we had Black Manta in this thing, but Black Manta yeah. is not even the big bad. He's no. kind of... You know, if there was anything yeah. I was going to cut from this movie, it'd probably be the entire Black Manta storyline. Yeah, I think it would be two. Because I but, think they could develop that into its own movie. You couldn't. I think that would be a fun post-credit. Whereas yeah. the post-credit we got is still Black Manta-based. But I feel like if he had gotten the Black Manta tech in yeah. the post-credit, I mean, you're going to get... Exactly. You're going to get wet moms and then nerd erections. You're just going to go <laughs> both sides of it then. Gross. Yeah. It's a real gross movie. <laughs> both of those things. Yeah. Gross. Wet Dave Navarro. He going to do that to you. But I think that DC does something weird where their characters cannot play in the same sandbox together because of different terrains. They're where you have yeah. Batman has to be in his dark, brooding city of Gotham. You have the Flash, who will travel. Yeah. Flash will travel. Easily. But most of the time, he's Central City base. And yeah. All that fun stuff. Whatever. With Superman, you have Metropolis. He's city, but he can also go farmland. Fine. Yeah. Wonder Woman is weird. The mascara. Off of the mascara. <laughs> And Green Lantern's weird on Earth in general. Earth in general. Gen- general Earth stuff. So it makes it feel like you can't have these characters come together to, to play. And uh, your Shazam. Shazam is he's a city boy. He's a, a real city. Yeah, Philly. Which is weird in its own thing. But yeah, this movie had a lot of real cities in it, didn't it? No. I mean, as I, I mean, like real places, like the Sahara Desert. Oh, yeah, Maine. And Maine. <laughs> but at least it wasn't like... Metropolis, every town. That's true. Where you have, it's like the, you know, that major yeah, city in Kansas, where you that, have the the Metropolis with, State Building. Yeah, the inside in the ocean in Kansas. Right, and as you all know, <laughs> the island of Kansas, <sighs> Manhattan, Kansas Island, Manhattan, as they call yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Uh, but you also had Sicily and Atlantis, which it's real, guys. It's real. Believe it. We saw it. We, we saw, saw it before it. it went underwater. And we saw it after. And as we know, this movie's probably real. We we even had uh, Randall Park, you know, Asian Jim, tell us about it. Randall Park's a cool actor. Randall Park is he's awesome. terrific in Veep. You still haven't seen it? I know that. Nope, still he's terrific it. in Veep. I do have HBO now, so I can. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a show you should watch called Game of Thrones. I've heard of that. I heard that uh, Jason Momoa yes appears in it somewhere. Yeah, and is somewhat important. I think. Yeah, he speaks a different version of English called Dothraki. Dothraki. Yes. He also, uh, okay, so the end credits of this movie yep. looked very Game of Thrones credits. Extremely. Like, exactly like it. I'm, like, waiting for Ramin Jawadi to just poke his head in <laughs> with his baton. <laughs> <just> <laughs> going, ah. I believe you meant to say Ramin fucking Jawadi. I did not. I know uh, what I no, I'm pretty sure that's what you Who meant. Who did the music on this thing? It was the this. It was, it was the Rupert fucking Gregson Williams. Yeah. Which. I didn't like it. It wasn't as good as Wonder Woman. No, I, I think, didn't like it. I think that's his, his, crowning, his crown jewel at this yeah, point. Yeah, there were parts of this where... It was actually the underwater chase scene. It felt like Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Star Wars very much. Two, yeah. In the air. No, when no, they're no, flying no. the thingies with, with Zam Vessel. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But it felt like that, but cooler, because everything about this is better than that by <laughs> leaps and bounds. Okay. And the music felt like a futuristic Irish jig. Do you know where the music just did not really, work. really lost me? Where? Uh, Ocean to Ocean by Pitbull featuring Rhea. Okay. With uh, that sample from... Africa. Oh, Toto. God. Yeah, no, that didn't feel good. Why, why are you doing that? That why, didn't feel good at why all. Why are you putting that in the... As they, come, as they emerge from the ocean in slow motion. I bust the rains down in Africa. Like, why? 
Uh, not necessary. Why are you doing that? By any means. Who's, whose call was that? Probably Rupert fucking Gregson Williams. I actually, I think James Wan put it in there. He wanted to kind of tribute Furious 7. Is that in there? I've seen Furious 7. What? It's not in the movie, but it's like a scene that would be in the movie. Just in general. Where like some crappy music by Pitbull is playing and they're doing something in slow motion. You know? That's fair. Furiously. That's Seven fair. times, I think. What do you think of James Wan? I gushed already. But oh, uh, I, after watching this yeah. movie, whoo boy. I mean, like, I've seen other movies he's done. Sure. But I've never been very big in the horror genre. But, I mean, like, Saw was a masterpiece. And this movie, uh, it really made me go, oh, damn. Yeah, he's fun. And I feel like he's, what's the way to put it? I don't want to use the word romantic for okay. his directing style. He's extremely passionate. Where passionate. He, I feel like he dives in. That's the impression fully I got. Yeah. At first. But I also feel like he likes to live within scenes. That's why I'm thinking, like, the scenes are very thought out. The scenes, like, he actually has a ton of himself in these scenes. Yeah. Where he knows when it's time to, like, go. Oh, half of the room just disappeared. That was weird. God damn it. <laughs> you gotta stop snapping while you're wearing that thing. Well, Colossus left. That was the good part. Oh, well, that's He's good. He's been out of the room for a while. Yeah. Thank God. Whew. But I know that James Wan said that he needed to prove that he could do this to himself. That sure. That he had to justify the amount of money that he was getting. Money was a big issue to him. Well, they offered him either this movie or The Flash. I think he chose the right one. And he was like, uh, Aquaman, he's the underdog. I like which that a lot. I really like that about I him. I can respect that a That's, lot. Uh, which one is going to be the harder one to convince people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Aquaman. Not wrong. But I also think he had a better actor for Aquaman. No offense to Ezra Miller. Right. None no, I at agree. all. I, agree. I just don't think Ezra Miller's that good of a flash. Ezra think, Miller, it's hard to compete with, yeah, with the he's CW. He's got a tough job. That's what it is. Because what's his face on CW? Yeah. Grant Gustin. Him. Is that like fair? To Ezra Miller. <laughs> I, I mean, they're the ones who are like, well, let's put Flash in here and not use the same guy. I feel like they could have just used the same guy and it would have been fine. Yeah, Grant Gustin's a great Flash. He's a great Flash. He's my Flash. He's my Flash. It'd be like doing Batman 66 and not using Adam West. I don't like it. I don't approve. Right? I'm out. I'm out forever. Why would that. you do nope, that? Do not ever touch that. Yeah, so basically don't watch Justice League. <laughs> what? What? Why? Because it's Ezra Miller and not Grant Gustin. That's fine. I could get down with Ezra Miller. He's not a bad actor. No, by he's any not. Means. He's not. It's just he's got a tough job. It's yeah, stiff competition. That's why I'm curious to see how they uh, cast this Supergirl movie that they're talking about. There's only one Supergirl, and she's perfect. Mm-hmm. Why would they even screw with that? I don't know. Why are they messing with these formulas? Why can't they just leave them separate? I think they're just looking for less popular IPs so they can. They can make movies but without not people. less popular. That's the thing, is that they're extremely popular now. Right. They've done their job of making these characters popular. Yeah. Why do they need to try to monetize that even further with a movie? I think they're just nervous about doing Batman and Superman. Speaking of the DC movies, uh, Peter Safran, who's a producer on this movie, yeah. he said, I think when you're making really strong standalone movies, there's really no need to bring them together. You want to give these characters room to breathe and live and tell their stories. Wonder Woman has shown what a great standalone property that is, and in Aquaman, we feel the same way. We think there's a great sequel and beyond to tell. We introduced Seven Kingdoms of Atlantis, right? James Wan knows the architecture, the armory, the military, the look, the feel, the general vibe of each of these kingdoms, and I'm sure there'll be an opportunity to explore them in some way later on. Wink! Ding! Wow. Sequel! Spinoff! Okay. Yeah. All of it. yeah, yeah, But, speaking of James Wan, there were a couple other people who were at one point or another attached to this movie. Ooh, hit me. They offered it to Peter Jackson twice. Twice? And when? he said, no. When? Was it this movie or was it like deep in the past? I don't know. I just saw that he turned it down twice. That's but there was also I mean, it was filmed all in Australia, so I mean, yeah, he's a down under. 
Hey, he's down there, isn't he? He's a New Zealand boy, but still. Oh, it's pretty close, though. Close enough. Closer than I am. Yeah. Right now. For the time being. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Nichols. Zack Snyder, obviously, because it's Uh, DC, Zack Snyder, of course. And uh, here's an interesting one. James Cameron. That's a little entourage there, isn't it? That's exactly what it was. All right. (laughs) Because he was never actually attached to it, but. They falsely rumored him to be attached to it? There's a, there's Just a big a joke plot line in Entourage about the Aquaman movie. There is. Vinny yeah. Chase played Aquaman and it became uh, the first Billy. The the best-selling movie of all time? Is what yeah, that yeah. Wasn't? yeah. That's fun. Kind of weird how close they actually were. Because remember, they were casting Vinny because he had sex appeal. Yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa? Gets those moms going. I mean, yeah, it was, a, it was like a two-season joke. It was a full one-season joke. I mean, it started season two. Right. And then went into season three. Right. But it was kind of weird how it paralleled the actual trajectory of the Aquaman movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like, uh, the big joke was like, they would never make an Aquaman movie. And then like- Oops! A couple years later, the MCU started. And Turns it was out like, to be a big boy movie. Oh, maybe maybe they will. And then yeah. they did. And then it did exactly what they said. Made a billy. 1.1 billion worldwide. Unreal. It is unreal, especially since it opened to 72, which- when you have a hundred sixty million dollar budget, this not it doesn't yeah that doesn't feel like it's going to be that big. Well, it made a ton of money in China. Yeah, it did. It made something like ninety seven million dollars in China before it even opened in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, but this also opened December twenty first, right? Which is not that is that's Oscar season. Yeah. What are you trying to do with this movie? Here? I mean, it was are, pretty. Are you trying to position it. It's pretty. It looked great. I don't know if they were if they were trying to. No. They were not lobbying. If no. anything, they would try to go for a special effects thing. But why, would, I, why would they when Black Panther was the other superhero movie that that's year? That's true. Which shattered oh. records. Shattered. Them. Gorgeous movie. Both of these movies look amazing. And they're of it's fun these it's worlds. that world building. Yeah. And that's a lot of fun. Oh, I like that a lot. I really like what they did with the, the bioluminescence and everything in this and the, the colors that are almost Lisa Frank-esque. It feels like ne- Lisa Frank-esque. <laughs> back in the 90s. Great. Yeah. Uh, it felt practical. Yeah, the way they did. No, it, it made feel, sense. It didn't, it feel, didn't feel forced. Forced because yeah, it looked dark as shit most of the time. Yeah, with these tinges of light, and these that glowing kind of pinks and, and purples, and yeah, and blues. It's great. Which are the so costumes? Good. Costumes I thought were phenomenal. Yeah, uh, there's one in particular that I think you might be pretty fond of. Which one? Atlan, King Atlan. Pretty when, good. When he went to get the the trident from him, it's pretty good. That's the Aquaman uh, Kingdom Come yeah. costume. Yeah, pretty great one. My favorite costume in the entire movie was probably King Orm, his war costume. His war costume is so cool. Amazing. That silver and purple and that the mask moved with his yeah. face is just That's the best one. Fucking and cool. the thing is that I think the Aquaman costume itself is cheesy as hell. Yeah. I think they did a good job and it of it worked. They made a good It worked. They made it look practical. Yeah. Which practical is hard to do where I feel like they understood like orange and this blue is kind of and, cheesy. Yeah. But let's or go for orange it. Orange and teal. Yeah. Miami Dolphins colors basically. Of course. Because ocean. And that's why Dolphins. this mystery story here is how Snowflake got stolen and Aquaman teams up with Ace Ventura to get I Snowflake think, back. I'm pretty sure that's the plot of Aquaman 2. King Orm is a woman! Gotta reverse it somehow because it's not Nine Horns well, Man. It'll be whatever Nick Cage's huh? character is. N- Namor. Mm, not God, Aquaman. I how cool would that be? I, it wouldn't be. I don't like it. Who would you cast as Namor? To put you on the spot. <laughs> <sighs> Gotta be someone who could flip just on a dime if they had to just i'm all peaceful and happy also now kill all humans zachary quinto quinto i love it mm. i absolutely love it yeah 
But you're going off of Spock stuff. Siler. Heroes. Oh! Heroes annoyed me. I loved Heroes. Yeah, no, I did too. I love the first season of Heroes. Okay. And I instantly tuned <laughs> okay. out when they did the <laughs> Samurai Japan thing, like episode one, season two, or whatever it was. But leading up to that, the thing about Heroes that got me was they told you what was going to happen. Yeah. And then that happened. And then it happened. And you're like, huh. Huh. Well, how about that? Okay. It's all how about am I supposed to feel? <laughs> so. Yeah. You're right. It was all about the ride. It wasn't about the, the shock value, surprise, anything like that. Was that J.J. Abrams or no? I don't think I don't think so. it was. I don't think it was. No. J.J. Abrams was notoriously known for not finishing stories. Yeah. Even when they came back with like the Heroes Reborn thing a few years later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, we're finally going to see like that five year away nope. timeline. And they were like, totally different stuff. Hard. No. And they still reference like Claire Bennett. And then she doesn't even show up in the. Right. Get out of here <laughs> right. with that. Get here with that. <laughs> it's created by a guy named Tim Kring. Tim Kring. That's right. Old Tim Kring. Got a, oh, Zach Levi was in the. Uh, he looks like reborn. Steve Buscemi with a goatee. Oh, my God. Is that a real picture of him or is that a Buscemi eyes picture? a real picture of him. Wow. That's unfortunate. He's like the Namor Buscemi. <laughs> Soon to be played by Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> or Steve Buscemi. If you had to cast yeah. Steve Buscemi in either the DCEU or the MCU, any role, what would you give him? Steve Buscemi in any role? Whatever you want. I would go in a very weird direction with it. Okay. And it's a character we have not seen in film yet. Okay, cool. I, I like that. I sincerely hope one day we get there. Okay. Because Tom King just kind of resurrected him in a way. It's not Resurrection Man. Oh. Tom Demeron. <laughs> Mr. Miracle, but not Mr. Miracle because that would be fucked up and weird and no thank you. No. no. I don't like that. No. Well, but it's a character that. from Mr. Miracle. Funky Flashman. Okay. Funky Flashman was created by Jack Kirby. It was right after Jack Kirby, well, not right after, but when he left Marvel to go to DC and he started doing his original run of Mr. Miracle. Mm -hmm. And he came up with Funky Flashman as a slap in the face to Stanley. This character is Stanley in a nutshell. Okay. And to the point where he will say Excelsior randomly <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. And I, I think love that, that it would be just like so much fun. And Tom King actually did like a ton of justice to Stanley in this thing where he leaned into like, this is Stan Lee, but we're going to respect the hell out of him. Tom King, of course, has to do that because he right. had a fucking brilliant run on Vision. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's one of the best comic runs you're going to find. That's what I've heard. But Funky Flashman Funky. has nothing. I think it would just be a fun character for Buscemi to lean into. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think? Norman Osborn. I debated actually saying Volko <laughs> from this movie. But it's one of those things that Defoe is so iconic as Norman Osborn. Yeah. But I also think. Defoe is, I can't imagine another person playing Volko in this movie. That's true. Defoe is in a weird renaissance of his career The right thing now. about yeah. Volko, I think, is if it was anybody else, I wouldn't even imagine the role as Willem Defoe. Correct. Not even a little bit. I'd be like, there's no way that but that could be Willem Defoe. Defoe but is, he's had a weird career because he, when you look at his career, like, he did, what was it, Last Temptation of Christ mm -hmm. with Scorsese, and then years and years later, he starts getting kind of wackier roles with like boondock saints yeah and then he does spider-man and he's just still kind of looked at as like that over-the-top crazy actor of course but now he's in such a weird career renaissance where he's getting nominated for oscars stuff like the florida project and he just was with our new batman robert pattinson in a movie called the lighthouse which everyone oh, yeah. said that they're both phenomenal in. that's what i've heard so he's like getting looked at seriously here so for him to pop up in this and not he wasn't have that over the top, over the top quality, of this, yeah. 
What did you think of the aging? The de-aging, by the way. I think it was pretty well done. They I mean, it's, well it wasn't Marvel level well done. No, I But they didn't that. hit Uncanny Valley or anything. No, I think the de-aging of Willem Dafoe was pretty good. I think the de-aging mm-hmm. of Tamora Morrison was a little off. A little bit. A little funky. A little but bit. It's still it's pretty good. But The de-aging on Nicole Kidman was pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't look because she hasn't really aged. Nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. nothing. She's gorgeous. Everything about her is perfect. Anyway, yeah. my real pick for Steve Buscemi, Modoc. Oh, that's fun. Just yeah. a big old Steve Just Buscemi a head. Big old All right. Buscemi head. I like that. <laughs> I like that quite a bit. <laughs> Just his big gangly teeth. Just <laughs> knocking at that fishbowl. Giant eyes. <laughs> I like that a lot. Scary eyes. I think it's safe to say that me and you like this movie. Do you, oh, would yeah. you say love? I'm on the line of yeah. like and love. I'm definitely going to watch it again for sure. But yeah. Uh, I've been fucking up lately. How so? Top 71 superheroes of all time. Oh, yeah. I have just neglected it. That's a thing. Quite often lately. Okay. So uh, how about Marvel's The Avengers? Where do you think it falls? The Avengers? Yeah. 12? 13. Oh. That is creepily close because you didn't know I was going to do this. at me. But for this movie. This movie. For Aquaman, where do you think this thing falls in the top 71? Let's see. Made a Billy. Nine. Not even close. Uh... 22. Not even close. 30. Not even close. 6? Not even close. 54. What? Rotten Tomatoes, 1 to 100. Go. I want to say like 70 now? No. 65. Wow. That's freakishly low. That's very low. a billion dollar box yeah. office hit. Especially one that I feel like hit its money because it was not getting bad reviews. It was a DC it movie. It did get bad reviews. That's the problem. It was a DC movie that yeah. was getting generally good reviews, and that's why people actually went to see it. A lot of people like this movie. Yeah. A lot of people like this movie. But out of 366 reviews, 65%. But when you look at the audience score, 32,000 reviews, 76%. So it's one hmm. of those, like, is it as good as we think it is? Hmm. The Toronto Sun says, a thoroughly entertaining ride. Yep. That was it. Thoroughly entertaining. That was it. Time Magazine says, Aquaman isn't all dumb fighting and arguing among sea guys. The movie's biggest selling points are its affable, bear-hug spirit and its lavish, loopy visuals. Seaman. Seaman. (laughs) Fair. The Chicago Reader says, Veteran cinematographer Don Burgess's widescreen images beguile and Bill Bredsky's production design impresses mightily. But next time, someone please give Momoa and company some memorable dialogue. I don't disagree. It's not completely off base. No. No. I'm not going to disagree, but I kind of agree. Yeah. James Ferrardinelli from Real Views, he has usually generally negative opinions about this type of stuff. Naturally. He says, had this movie arrived as recently as two years ago, it might have been heralded as a higher end superhero movie. Things have changed, however, in both the DCEU and the MCU. So he has a baseless argument of why he didn't like this based on the Rotten Tomatoes hmm. line there of things changed. Things changed. This would be a better movie in the DCEU <laughs> if it was like... If this movie came out in 1965, it would be fucking amazing. Also, things have changed in the DCU to this kind of movie. Right. This is one of the good changes. Yeah. Because in 2017, two years ago, no, it would have been 2016, two years ago, this would have been obviously a a smash. Yeah. Because Wonder Woman wouldn't have even been out yet. Exactly. Wonder Woman changed the game. Yeah. I mean, this is the first DC movie to hit a billion since Dark Knight Rises. How crazy is that? Let me give you a couple more. The San Diego Reader says, but oh, those action sequences. This is what the Tron sequel should have looked and sounded like. The Tron sequels came out 10 years prior. Yeah. Oh, man. If only Tron had looked if, like this movie that came out the, 10 years <laughs> after it. If only it. had the technology for that. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Once again, 
Last one, the Associated Press said, the bright spots, Momoa, that octopus, which is a nod to his, yeah. his bud, his, in the, the Aquaman comics. bud in the comics. He plays the drums. The bright spots can be difficult to really relish amid the oceans of exposition and a typically pulverizing, over-elaborate screenplay. I half agree with that, because yeah. I think yeah. this movie does have an absolute ton of exposition, mm-hmm. where they had to build a world. I get it. You have to build a world based on something we don't know. Sure. And presumably... Not a lot of people know. It's Aquaman. He's right. not listed among the favorites of many people. And he's a different Aquaman from the comics. So Right. But it's a, I think this is a great Aquaman. But oh, I agree. Again, the only Aquaman I know is based off of kind of the team-ups and stuff like that. Because I've yeah. never read an individual Aquaman. But this is this whole movie is two hours, 20 minutes long of world building, exposition dump of mm-hmm. here's the world. Bang, 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 bang. All this stuff's going to happen. Let's go get the MacGuffin. Boom. Nailed it. Got it. <laughs> Appoint a MacGuffin. And then have a big war. Right. Our good friend Roger Ebert obviously didn't see this movie due to death. Yeah, due he, to he dead. He not being around for due to death a while since the movie came around. It's been a minute. But Wesley Morris with the New York Times did see this movie. Uh-huh. I only chose this one because I typed in funniest Aquaman reviews. Nice, and I got this. I'm ready. A lot of them revolved around Jason Moana's sexiness, and you know I don't need that. We've talked about it. Moi, moi. There it is. Mwah. Exactly. I feel like it's a double chef kiss. It's uh, say mwah. <laughs> this article says... That's a spicy Aquaman. Nobody's going to Aquaman for the metaphors. And to be fair, nobody put metaphors in Aquaman. That doesn't make any, any sense. Nobody's doing this for right the reason. Right off the Also, the reason is why... The reason what? is no one's doing any of this. Yet, when a set of plastic six-pack rings drifts past the camera, you do wonder whether it's a nod to pollution or a wink at Jason Momoa's fitness. What the fuck does any of that mean? What? What is... Those are words strung together that don't make any sense. Where was what? there any pollution besides the spot where King Orm made the pollution go above the water? Oh, when they went into the uh, the shipping container that had the ship in it. So brief. So, so brief. brief. Also, Annabelle was in that scene. Great. And nice. a bunch of dead you fish. You know what, James Wan? You were in the wink. Ding. Wink. Ding. Great. I, I don't know what he's talking about already. Momoa is why some of us are going to Aquaman. Moms. Moms. He's in one poster with his smoky eyes peeking out of some water. One hand's gripping a trident. I don't think he knows what a smoky eye is. The other's going, hang ten. He's half Native Hawaiian. But none of that surfer humor and none of that hotness are really anywhere in this movie. It's just two and a half. What? Oh, it's a joke. He made a joke. (laughs) He said, it's just two and a half years. Sorry. Two and a half hours of oceanic screensavers and hair that won't stop undulating so we know when we're underwater. Would he prefer that the water wasn't? I could see his other review if they didn't do the attention to detail they did and say, like, their hair doesn't even move under the water. (laughs) They're underwater, but their hair is completely still. (laughs) I'm going to Roger Ebert sandwich this thing without having read the last paragraph like I usually do. His last paragraph says, there's no joy or wonder to behold, just comic book movie, blah, blah. All these larded on extra characters in this extraneous plot leave you the sense that nobody trusts a Momoa to carry more of this thing on his own. Has nobody seen this man's shoulders? What is he obsessed with this man's body for? I mean... Wesley Morris. Are moms. You, do you want to talk? <laughs> he does get saddled with romantic silliness and lots of half-breed put-downs. Fact. That's true. I'll agree. And in its way, From this Julie movie treats Andrews. him accordingly. Like he's 50% bouncer and 50% something that you'd get with a Happy Meal. 
that's a guy who had that line lined up in yeah. the past, probably for Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. and said, I'll use it now. I- I'll use it now. I don't know if there's going to be another Fast and Furious movie. Let's just get <laughs> this thing out of the way. <laughs> I did not care for the love story in this thing with him and Mira. Yeah, it wasn't. They are, I mean, it's... they are an item, but I didn't care for it. Yeah. Didn't, I felt like that did get forced. Eventually. Yeah, it was a little tacked on. It felt like it was one of those organically grown things that felt nice where they're kind of playing with each other. Mm-hmm. In, uh, it's not even a flirty type wife, and then all of a sudden it is. Right. I agree with him on that part. Yeah, that's fair. Wesley Morris, though. Wesley Morris. Think you need to sit down, talk to somebody. Yeah. Figure out your feelings. Cause, uh seem unnecessarily angry at this movie. Yeah, and about Jason Moe's body. Yeah. So I feel like he just felt a little ins- insecure. He probably has a poster on his wall of Jason Moe's smoky eyes coming out of the water. Uh, I still don't think he knows what a just smoky eye is. a wink. <laughs> just a wink. Just a ding. That's it. Hanging 10. Be great. Let's get some super stuff. Let's do some super stuff. Setting. Under the sea. Under oh. the sea. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. That's the mom's talking. Take it from me. Brian's not a mom. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with a one. I think the setting in this is great. There's a lot of title cards showing you where you are. Yeah. Where a lot of them say somewhere near or somewhere in. Yeah, but it kind of builds a geography, which is, that's, yeah. you know what? That's good enough for me sometimes. It's nice. We need that. We need to be treated like dum-dums sometimes when it comes to finding locations. I like it. One. Unlike Adolf Lundgren, who's not a dum-dum. Not a dum-dum at all. Style and tone. One. Yeah, absolutely. The style incredible. is incredible. To the point that I'm debating going over a one, yeah. but I'm, I, I, I don't think I will. Save that thought. Okay. We might go back to it. Hero. You know what? I'm going to go one and not regret any bit of it because he goes through the full Joseph Campbell hero journey. Yeah, he does. It's a He's, full, yeah. full journey. Not this. I mean, I brought up Joseph Campbell's Hero of a Thousand Faces when it came to Wonder Woman. Yep. And strange that this came out after Wonder Woman because it hmm. follows a very similar formula. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. This keep fights back on his destiny a lot more than she did. Oh yeah, she's but fully yeah. He is even deeper into that hero's journey. Yeah. It's a one. He's terrific. It's a one. Villains. I don't know who it is. For the most part, it's King Orm. Yeah, but it's also Black Manta. But it's also Black Manta. But Black Manta is also working with King Orm. Right. So is Black Manta henchman? Oh, I don't know. Kind of feels like he is. I don't like that then. No, I don't either. But King Orm is to threat, but it's also kind of forced on us. Uh, we yeah. get told that he's very powerful, he's very powerful, he's very powerful, and then he's just powerful. Yeah, and then he is. But it's like, started from nothing, now we're here, but I don't I don't know. <laughs> now the whole ocean here. I'll go 0.75 on King Orm, then, okay. if that's the case. Uh, that seems... he see, He's pretty good. I actually think Patrick Wilson's great in this movie. I agree. I just don't think he's that big of a threat. We see him kill other kings. I mean, he does... For funsies? He, went, he almost kills... The Aquaman. He does, but he doesn't even get close also at the same time. He gets blown away by the Aquaman's powers of flipping the trident to create water. No, no, no. I mean, in the first time they fight, he's, he almost kills Aquaman. He almost kills Aquaman, but luckily his fiance is like, I don't like you anymore. I'm going to take this Aquaman right. and go find the MacGuffin. Who would? Who wouldn't? If you had the choice between Jason Moana and Patrick and Wilson. Patrick Wilson? <laughs> I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, 0. 0.75. 0. 0.75 is fair. Female characters. One. Absolutely. I think Mira kicks all the ass. I think Nicole Kidman kicks more. Uh, you might be right about so, that. Mira, I didn't like her love interest. Her love interest. That was forced. Yeah. It was so forced. And But you know Which what? Which is unfortunate. A lot of stuff leading up to that is she's saving uh, but Aquaman most of the time. Queen Atlanta's romance line uh, story was not forced. Not even it a little bit. very believable. I loved it. it was, with, I just love yeah. love. 
It's nice, isn't it? It's nice. <laughs> story motivation. It's your typical hero's journey. Yeah, the story's kind of all over the place, though. There's a lot of characters, and a lot of them are introduced at weird times and yeah. just nonstop. They don't stop getting introduced. I think the motivation is mostly there. Mostly. I don't think it's all the way. I'll go point five total. I think that's fair. Yeah, I don't think that either of them hits a full anything. I think yeah. it's like average on it's that like, It's It's, a nice it's almost there. It's Yeah. yeah. Music. There's music. In this There's movie. music, and some of the music is Pitbull. 0.25? No, I didn't even notice the music in this yeah, thing. Yeah, it truth. was... I really didn't notice the music. The Toto, the Africa, I noticed, and yeah, I hated it. and it was, yeah. Zero. Zero. Sorry, Rupert Griggs and Williams. Impact on the genre. It's a TBD. TBD. But they do have a release date for Aquaman 2 already set. And a spinoff. It made a Billy. And it made a Billy. I think it's safe to give it a one. I think it's safe. It, I, I don't want to, and I think it's safe. Yeah parents they alive they alive one of them was almost dead for a lot of the movie but dead, then but she not. was actually not dead that's and it's, uh, they're adorable together they're, and they're, they're great. So great and they're both alive zero i kind of want to give it like more than that just for the, the love we can give love. it a we can give it a point two five since we, she was presumed dead for most of the movie it can't you know our rules <laughs> yeah, one-liners none there really aren't many it's jason moe saying awesome permission to come aboard that's nothing and you know it's nothing. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't have even remembered it if you hadn't said it earlier. <laughs> There's, uh, boy, uh, that real banger of, I don't know, Jason Moe has some funny quick quips, but yeah. nothing, there's no stickiness behind any of them. That's true. I'll go zero. Yeah. Nothing is even coming to mind that I'm actively thinking about. Let's it. talk about style and tone again. Okay. Just briefly. Yeah, yeah. Do what do we, want, we give it? Do, do we, we want to keep it at a one? Because I fucking love this movie, the way it looks. Style is... I'm... Very willing to go higher, and I debated it when we were just talking about it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Everything about this movie is gorgeous. It's, it's a beautiful movie. <laughs> it's like if Zack Snyder didn't do Zack Snyder slow mo. Yeah, because he can definitely frame a shot like there a were, champ. He's there were very good. A couple slow mo moments, but there were slow mo moments. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that was a stretch. What were you thinking? I think a one and a half. That seems safe to me. That seems safe to me. I like it a lot. Okay. Actually, I wasn't yeah. sure if you meant safe, like it should go higher or. No, no, no. I don't think it should go higher because I don't even know what a two would be. But yeah. It made me say, I wish I saw this in theaters. But yeah, didn't which make is, me think which is that the reason that is, I was like, it yeah. deserves more than It didn't than make me think that this was the end all be all, like, I'm never going to see this again. This is the most new thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It wasn't Avatar. That would have been a four. Yeah. Roughly. Oh, uh, four? Blue Cats. That's impressive. Mm. Oh, negative one. No, two. <laughs> it's probably a two. I Avatar saw Dance of the Wolves. Two. I don't need to see that again. Aquaman comes in at a 6.75 out of 10. That's fair. It's a lot lower than last week. It's that's <laughs> Everything's going to be a lot lower than last week for the rest of forever. Yeah, that's. I still feel gross about it. You should. I hate us. It deserved it. I hate us. If a movie deserved it, it's that one. It's damn near perfect. Yeah. And this movie, terrific. Very good. I'd recommend it to anybody. A 6.75. I really would. Honestly, feels low to me for this movie, um, but I'm okay with it. I because we did get slightly yeah. agree. What did Wonder Woman get? Wonder Woman came in at a solid eight. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, for that one. What did Shazam get? I'm going with modern DCEU movies. Also an eight. Yeah. Okay. So this one is a bit low. Yeah. I feel like then, but it also feels right to yeah. land in that spot. Six seven five is about right. I like this. I like this movie a lot. Until you realize that our last six point seven five was X Men. That hurts a little bit, but mm. what are you going to do? What can you do? You want to know 6.75 is higher than? What's that? One. 
One star reviews? One star reviews. Oh, let's hear them. There's a four star review that stands out right away. It just says, as the title, something, something trident. Okay. Yeah. So four stars for that title, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that four star, I'm going to read really quickly because it is from a top 50 reviewer. So that, that guy. Okay. Writes a lot. doesn't sound like it's all customer service based either. He says, I remember when Aquaman couldn't go an hour without water and how on Super Friends, there's the issue. There it is. He needed rescuing all the time. Look at dude now. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's good. <laughs> I'm not saying that Jason Momoa, Jason Moana, sorry, Jason is Momoa. primarily responsible for rehabilitating Arthur Curry's image. Yeah, his name's Arthur Curry, by the way. Oh, yeah. I don't like that name. Why not? Because he becomes King Arthur eventually, and that's silly to me. That's cute. Before him, Jeff Johns and Ivan Rice laid the groundwork in their 2011 comic book run. But because more people watch movies than read comics, Momoa gets credit for cementing Aquaman in our pop culture consciousness as a boss superhero and legit badass. Hmm. He's not wrong. Also, Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. We should have talked about it earlier. We should have. He wrote the story, him and, and James Wan. and You got a Will Beal in there as well. Yeah. I don't have my love for Jeff Johns. He knows how to tell a story. Yeah. Dude knows what's up. I just like that review. Going to the one stars. There are 2,265 reviews on Amazon. This movie has not been out that long on the the DVDs and the Blu-rays. 61% of them are five star. Oh, wow. That's low. Yeah. 13% of them are one star. 13%? From January 22nd, 2019, just awful. (laughs) Aquaman is one of those films where they clearly had all the sets and costumes and special effects lined up before they had a plot, and it just shows. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. In a nutshell, our hero must go on a quest to prove he is the true king of Atlantis before his evil half-brother can unite the kingdoms and wage war on the surface. Not a bad premise. So the opposite of what you just said? Yeah, so the plot makes little sense. He says, it's a a magic MacGuffin. All that (laughs) stuff. (laughs) From March 27, 2019. Unbelievably bad, likely to become a cult classic. (laughs) <laughs> i don't i don't know how that works I don't know. on that one <laughs> okay okay from april 3rd 2019 this is one you'll appreciate the movie starts out actually pretty decent but then it's all downhill from there music is awful the cinematic fight between mantis and aquaman was straight from power rangers <laughs> momoa's acting and his attempt at comedy is laughable wouldn't that mean it works his comedy is laughable <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it sounds like he's killing. Here's someone who tried a book at one point in his life from April 8th, 2019. Trite and Saccharine. Oh, wow. This is everything that is stereotypically unfortunate about Hollywood movies. Trite, saccharine, garbage that doesn't appeal to the intelligence of the viewer. Art is possible out of contemporary mythology, but not here. I rarely engage in writing bad movie reviews because I prefer to focus on what is meaningful. But this contrived movie is such a terrible waste of time that I felt compelled to complain. The studio and filmmakers should be embarrassed to put resources towards such a film. I don't know who that person is, but I hate them. Yep. They suck ass. Just took a big old ass, spread those cheeks, and just (laughs) suck it right down (laughs) like a fucking Chianti and fava beans. Silence of the Lamb style. Gross. Brutal. Sound like they probably write for screen it. Probably. Pretentious prick. I'm going to give you one more one-star review. Let's hear it. For April 7, 2019. Written by grade schoolers on a playground. Nice. This is quite possibly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. 
dialogue that makes Star Wars Episode Two look like Shakespeare. Acting that makes Affleck look like a decent Batman. Special effects and action sequences straight out of Flash Gordon. Sam Jones movie. I totally feel like South Park episode where they travel to Hollywood to get their money back for the time they wasted watching a bad movie. I have no idea how this was this popular in theaters. Bad, 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 bad movie. Wow. Bad, 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 bad review. He didn't talk about any of those grade schoolers or anything like that. I know. I, I wanted to hear to more about grade the, play, schoolers. the playground meetings under the swing sets of. of maybe maybe yeah. their actual review was written by grade schoolers on a playground. That's very possible. That's what very it was. likely. That's the byline, not the title. For what it's worth, that reviewer has only reviewed two things. The other thing, they gave five stars, and it was for a 50-pack of Mylar sleeves for comic books. Hmm. Nailed it. Yes. That, that checks The Mylar out. sleeves on this thing, by the way, have two reviews, one of them being five star, the other one being one star, <laughs> because they have 2.5 overall. Brian, what do we talk about next week? Next week. We are going to go back to the Marvel side, but it's going to be Fox Marvel. It's not real Marvel. It's the fake Marvel. It's the fake Marvel. We're going to be talking about Deadpool 2. Hell yeah. Wade Wilson's back. Cable. Merking it up. Ooh. Well, not like a merkin, but like, you know, like mercenarying. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I haven't seen it. Maybe first time for me. You haven't seen it? Nope. Oh. Nope. This will be fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I am very excited. I'm excited for you. Colossus. Not in the room. We will be swearing. Fucking everything. During Deadpool 2. That was rough, doing the PG Deadpool. Yeah, that was, that was hard. Never again. No. Unless Colossus shows up, in which case I'll be very upset. I'll punch him right in his metal. That'll hurt. Don't do that. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else you can get your podcasts. You can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Cape Podcasters. I want to say Dave just put up a, a poll, a super fight. A uh, little Namor versus Aquaman action, so you can go vote on that if you're listening to it today. Yeah, it'll. I, I'll put that one up for a few days. Okay. Yeah, because that I usually only do one day because it's fun. Yeah, that is that's fun. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or anything you want to say to us about Aquaman or other or semen or anything like that, well, maybe not semen. Don't don't send us questions about semen. I don't don't like do it. That. Don't do it. Uh, you can send them to gatepodcasters at gmail dot com. Keep it short, though. Don't be a Dave Novak. Please, please, please don't. Oh, insufferable. That guy. <laughs> that guy. It makes you wish that he was standing on a mountaintop defending a stone for the rest of his life. And the, forever. Leaving everyone alone. It'd be real nice. It'd be the best. Yeah. My dream. If only. We'll see you next week for Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Same pod time. Same pod channel. That's Aquaman. Dave, what do you think happens after the credits? What I think happens after the credits is Black Manta wants to find Aquaman. That's what we learned in the fake post credit scene we saw in the actual movie. Yeah. How with him and Dr. Shin, he throws a knife and he hits the, you know, y'all saw it. Sure. So what he does is he goes out fishing, goes out on a boat. He's not in his Black Manta costume. He says, I'm going to do it the old fashioned way. This is how we do it. And he's he's casting out on a on an old reel. Just throwing that fishing pole out there into the, he's got the bobber on it and everything like that. But on the end of the hook, he's just got a Guinness.
(laughs) (laughs) And all you see is the bobber in the water. And after he's sitting there, all you see is a little jiggle. And you know. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like the top at the end of last stand. <laughs> it's like, did it, didn't it? Oh, oh, who knows? But that's that's how this movie goes. I love it. What do you think happens? I think we cut back to Sicily and we uh, we go into this building and we see Captain Merck. Oh, the weirdo? Still has his head yeah. in that toilet. <laughs> I forgot about that scene. And he goes, is, is anybody going to is anybody going to help me out of here? <laughs> What a brilliant scene. 